Do you struggle with motivation? Because if you don't, you are a rare bird, let me tell you. I see a lot of clients in private therapy with the challenge of motivation. They come to me as a hypnotherapist to work on new habits amongst several other presenting issues that they're working towards personal improvement and career improvement. And they think, you know, I feel stuck, locked or blocked, and I'm trying to figure out why. And for some, they'll say, it's, I'm not motivated. And so when I look at them and I say, it's not motivation, it's a lack of execution. Your failure to execute. And people go, oh my gosh, no one's ever said that. What do you mean? You need motivation to execute. You need motivation to complete an action, right? And I said, actually, it's the other way around. And they're surprised. You see, the move creates the mood. The move, M-O-V-E, creates the mood, M-O-O-D. So how does that work, you guys? So as a mind strategist, brain strategist, I'm always giving you brain tips because I want you to get it. I really want you to understand the physiological responses in the body. For me, it's never just been okay just to kind of have a statement out there, but not really understanding the ramifications or the results of that statement or what you gain because of it, right? So for example, someone may say think positive. Well, okay, I can see what maybe that would benefit me. But when I understand that positive emotions allow me to access my higher cognitive functions and that I have more access to creativity and to my best mental assets, you're damn right, I'm gonna start thinking positive and that I can have a boost to my immune system system, and that I can build hope, efficacy, resilience, and optimism, and that I'm more likely to have greater psychological capital because I do that on a daily basis. Now you're talking, right? Wouldn't that make you go, you know, I, got, I have many reasons to think positive. It's going to give me greater life satisfaction and overall well-being. So when, when people hear that, you know, the move is what creates the mood, at first they're confused. And it makes sense to me. So when you move, let's say you're feeling stuck, you're about to write your book and you're like, geez, I have not been able to sit down and write this book and it's been a year. And you get up and and walk outside or you take a run or exercise or you stretch in your house or you dance. (laughs) What you're doing is bringing oxygen to the brain. You see, you're opening up that brain space and you're increasing your energy right increasing your blood flow and so when you do that you build excitement enthusiasm motivation and the brain starts to prime itself that let's go okay we're ready to do this let's do this and so when you put that in your mind as to the reason why you're moving now you're like okay this is what's going to build my motivation so let me get up and move so that's really, really important even in between the tasks that you're doing. So let's say you come back, you sit down, you start writing your book. Guys, be very aware. You don't want to sit there for six hours straight without moving. You got to get up, put a little timer, which is kind of fun, actually, if you use like a little cooking timer or a fun phone, you know, tune or something that makes you joyful. Then you get up. You can stretch. Sometimes I do jumping jacks. If I just wrote something amazing, I'm just like, whoa, that was awesome. I do a little shimmy, shimmy dance. Whatever it takes to start making you feel happy and put a good positive association to the task that you're doing, those associations are really powerful. That's what we work 
on in, in terms of hypnotherapists, right? What is the association you have to this? Is it negative? Is it positive? Let's trans transform that into something positive so that your mind will be more accepting of it, right? What is your buy-in to doing this? Because now your brain will join you along that instead of sabotaging you or creating self-sabotage, right? So that's the area that we work in. And so when you're working on um, those tasks, I want you to truly think about, okay, what is it that I need to do first? How do I ignite an interest in that? And then do something about it. So can I give you a tip? So when, when I know that I have to do something, but I don't know how to tackle it, I get a whiteboard and I have a whiteboard that's already on a stand. It's in my office and I go up to the whiteboard and I just start free writing. I write what the task is that I, that I'm working on and I just start free writing ideas. You can do this on a blank piece of paper. I'm a fan of no lines, no limitations, just open space for you to create representing your open creative brain space and just start to doodle and go crazy and just write. And the longer and deeper you write, the more connected to the subconscious mind you are. And a lot of times this is when people start having these aha moments or sparks of creativity. They're like, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> and what I like about this is also a chunking down method. So a lot of times we have a goal and it feels so insurmountable because it's so grandiose, right? I mean, come on, if you're gonna go for a goal, go for it. Uh, but you need to chunk it down and you need to put it in bite sizes. Okay. I'll give you an example. So let's say you're like, you know, I really want to be uh, a motivational speaker and travel and have people invite me on their shows. What do I, what do I need for that? More speaking engagements, a book, perhaps writing more blogs, writing for national magazines, getting on shows. So you start listing that stuff and then it's like, okay, what resources do you have now or resources of people that you know or uh, tangible resources that you have or people who know people and you start writing those down next to those ideas and then you start putting an action plan. Who can I contact by when to make this thing happen and start moving me forward? Now you find yourself, you're, you're reaching out, you're emailing people, you're on the phone, you're sharing ideas and this is how you generate that creativity in your brain space. You see how that works? So oftentimes at the end of the year, as we're getting into January, people are thinking about their new year's goals. And too often, most people do not execute them. You see the biggest failure today is a failure of execution. It's the biggest failure of businesses still. And you see, you know, you're engaging these meetings and everybody has great ideas and then we find that the idea doesn't even happen or it's half half halfway happening right and so we have a tendency to think because we have an idea or we came together that we actually did something the same thing happens when you watch video after video or listen to a motivational speaker that you follow you're you have the brain you give the illusion to the brain that you're actually doing something now of course, some of those can help you. Many of those can help you, but limit yourself. Say to yourself, I am going to watch one video for an hour or two videos that equal two hours, but that's a big chunk in my day. And when I finish viewing it, I'm going to start doing something about it. So not just viewing, but viewing and then doing. Remember that, viewing and then doing. So, okay, so after I view this video, what I'm going to do is take notes. And those notes are going to highlight how the content that I learned from is going to, how I can use it to help me move forward in my goal. 
okay? Um, so don't get stuck by analysis paralysis. That's another one that everybody's kind of familiar with. You know, again, it's the illusion of thinking that you're, you're doing just because you're ana- analyzing so many things. And I'm just talking to so many people and I'm going to so many conferences. And I'm learning from so many things. And then you look and you, at the, the time has passed and you're like, well, what, what do I have to show for it? I didn't actually, I didn't actually take the step. So I want you to take that step. Because when you take the step, opportunities, doors, new learning start to come your way. It's not going to happen if you just keep it in an idea zone. You need to take it into executable mode. Okay. So the, uh, so that, that, those are just a few, a few of the tips that I wanted to share with you, especially because execution is, is such a, a difficult thing for people. And there's a fear that if, if I, if I execute, I'm going to fail and failure is data to create greater, you know, failure is data to create get greater, to be greater, to be better. Right. So if you fail, so what? So then say, Oh, this didn't work out, but what did I learn? Oh my gosh. I'm going to apply that for the next go around because now this is going to help me. This is data that I am collecting to actually make the next thing happen greater, right? A lot of multimillionaire, multimillionaires know this. They go, even though they fail, they come back again and again until they make it work. You know, that's what success looks like. We're too often looking at success at the end result. We're not looking at it that it goes up and down, up and down, up and down before somebody really nails it, right? So I want you to, to really be realistic about what failure is. It's actually an asset, Failure is not deficit. It's actually assets. It's, it's data that can actually add to your assets. Just like pro athletes look at their games and they assess what worked and didn't work. Even when they win their games, that's the mindset you want. Growth mindset. That's what it's called of highly successful people. And so uh, I want you to be desensitized. We do that in hypnotherapeutic sessions. Desensitized to failure. I failed. Be excited. I failed. So what? High five myself. You know what? I failed. Now that's an opportunity to see what I need to apply on the next play. Okay. And a lack of confidence also comes with lack of execution. So again, moving. Go get the data. Go get the research that you need to build your confidence. Let me give you an example. So I, uh, this happens to me too, you guys, right? So I'm constantly being my own mind coach and I'm teaching you how to be yours. And so I had an, uh, an assignment for a magazine and this particular magazine likes to have articles that are backed by research that you can cite. Now guys, it's been a minute since I was in college and I had all sorts of self inner self-sabotage and putting it off, right? Procrastination is the belief that you won't succeed. You don't believe in yourself when you procrastinate. So reframe that thought, identify it, expose yourself to it. I'm a big fan of exposing and facing the negative feeling dead on. Do not tuck it in or put it under a cover. It's going to keep rearing its ugly head. So I faced it and I said, well, So what's the opposite of not having confidence in myself and thinking I'm going to fail? Well, it's building confidence in myself. And how do you do that? With data. So I started researching and how to do this. And I had to research how to actually properly cite research material like that, uh, science material like that, that I was uh, writing these articles for. And um, and then as I was writing them, more information would come up that I'd I'd have a question about. So I'd say, let me, let me research that even more. 
Uh, but I get, I kept myself on that path of like, ultimately this is to tell this story that I'm creating on this, in this article. So I got to tell you, and I took my breaks in between, I would get up after I wrote something awesome and I would be like, that's amazing. I mean, it's funny if you get to hang out with me, but, um, just pretend like you're not there because you, if you would just observe, you'd probably laugh a lot if I had a camera here because I literally do the tools that I, I teach you. I literally do. My friends know that. So I told myself how amazing I was and how, what a, what a, a revelation I had. Um, and then I had my pauses. I did my little walks or I would dance to like for five minutes straight some to a crazy song a rap song or whatever and then I get right back to it to continue having that oxygen intake and um the association I made to the process was really really positive so now my brain guess what my I've trained my brain to this new process and my brain is like yeah let's do more of that because when it feels rewarded it's like girl guy give me some more of that dude give me more <laughs> give me more of that I liked it and I liked it a lot you know, and you can pause for healthy snacks and things like that. But stay on course because more people procrastinate than execute. So I really would like to lift you up into becoming that person that actually executes your ideas. And uh, you have them for a reason. Your heart space is being tugged on for a reason. Your heart is where what you really want to be doing in life. That's, that's where it's stored. Because when your heart is fueled, whew, the powerful electromagnetic energy of the heart to the rest of the body and outward that it produces, according to research, by the way, that was one of my articles, whoop, whoop, um, is immense. It's immense. So listen to your heart's wisdom. Become neurointelligent. That's a new term that I had to learn. And I absolutely love it. Become, it's like you have EQ, emotional intelligence, IQ. And uh, body intelligence and also neurointelligence. The heart's intelligence is pretty powerful. So you guys, uh, as, as, as I was um, free writing, I came up with some other ideas that I wanted to share, um, even for my business. So here's what I'm going to do. With these podcasts, I'm going to also do uh, some voice recordings for uh, creative visualization journeys hypnotherapeutic journeys because we know that you're learning a lot by listening right some people visually learn others are great are learning by listening and then uh, we bring it deeper into the mind space into the subconscious mind so that it really can stick so if any of these recordings are resonating with you hitting that heart space of yours something is telling you there that there's more for you so if you like just log on to my website www.bubloom.com and uh, you'll see the courses. I'm, I'm going to start building them for you. They're probably already there by the time you listen to this and you can maximize these learnings and connect in a much deeper, deeper, deeper fashion by just closing your eyes and listening to what I say connected to this topic. Now, if there's a topic that you're interested in me covering Please let me know because I'd be happy to do that for you. So I appreciate you guys tuning in and having a listen to BU Bloom's podcast. I'm Jessica, your mind strategist. I'll talk to you soon. BU Bloom.